Welcome to Expert Minutes. I'm John McGuire, and today my guest is Unsa Malik. Now, Unsa is a force to be reckoned with. She's the UK's leading social media and influence expert, as well as the author of the top-selling ebook, Slashed It. The five-star rated book has been dubbed by many as better than a degree, and her ethos is think like a publisher and act like a brand. Unsa is also a digital-savvy entrepreneur with over 10 years of in-house experience in creating leading social media influencer strategies for some of the world's biggest brands. So without further ado, Unsa Malik. Unsa, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? That was a great intro. Oh, of course. I mean, how could I not give a great intro (laughs) to you? You've been crushing it for a long time. Yeah, I mean, crushing it for a long time, behind the scenes, I would say. I would say no one really knew who I was up until about maybe a year ago when my ebook launched, or maybe a year and a half when I first had my public Instagram page. But yeah, I've been working for a long time, since the age of, I would say, 16. I started interning at 16. Very cool. Where was that? That was for a fashion designer. Uh, She uh, no longer works anymore but it was a very cool insight for me into the world of fashion because I started in fashion journalism it was just a whole brand new world I mean I'm someone who's just grown up not really having connections to the media industry I mean back in those days the media and fashion industry were predominantly white middle class people I am neither and I hit a double whammy wanting to work in both journalism and fashion and high-end fashion so I sent out like Honestly, it must have been thousands and thousands of emails every day after school, just asking someone, like, can I just shadow you for a week? I just want to know what it's like to work. And this one designer, she was like fairly new in the process. I mean, still kind of going for London Fashion Week, still showcasing her work. And she gave me a chance. And ever since then, it's just been building one experience on top of the other. Now, that's very interesting because, you know, generally when people are younger, they have that moment of deciding which way the road's going to take them. So you Mm -hmm. definitely jumped headfirst into an industry, as you said, that was mostly and predominantly white and very much male. So Mm -hmm. what is it like being a younger person deciding to break into something like that? Because nowadays, seemingly a little different, you're constantly just clicking a form email, sending it out, sending it out, sending it out. You actually were pounding the pavement trying to break into this industry. Yeah, I would say actually a lot of it might have been a bit of naivety because we didn't have a lot of conversations going on about what the industry would be like. I'll just go over like blog posts, which people would write back then. There were no influencers. People weren't talking on Twitter. We weren't having these open conversations. So I would say I was in a place where I had no idea about how things would work. And I just thought as a young person, like, okay, if you send an email, someone's got a reply. And essentially <laughs> that, I mean, it still exists today, right? If you, send, right? if you send an email, someone has to reply eventually. And, you know, you have to keep trying until you get them. I guess I've always had that in me. I would say I was very lucky that I knew what I wanted to do from a very young age. I've always been interested in writing. I grew up with my granddad, like religiously reading newspapers and I'd read them with him. My auntie religiously reading fashion magazines and I'll read them with her. I've always been a big reader and a writer. And I guess I just had this drive in me, like I want to be a journalist and I want to have it in this niche. And I just went out there. I was just like, yeah, like I said, someone has to eventually reply to me if I just keep going. And being young is such an advantage 
because you are not jaded yet. You're not going to sit there and be like, well, no one's going to respond or no one's going to listen to me. You're just going to keep pushing and keep hustling. And, you know, that kind of work ethic is something that can't be taught. Right. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, if you in some ways were older trying to do it, like for me, I was a musician for years. Mm -hmm. I was a touring musician. Now, if you look at it from the standpoint of like what you actually have to do when you're a touring musician, no one would want to do it because it's kind of terrible. But however, when you're younger, you're like, no, this is all I want to do. You've got that fire in your heart and it led you to where you are today. So talk to me a little bit about the transition from just getting your foot in the door to maybe your first big break. Because I know when you started as an intern, that's when social media was just starting to bud a little Mm -hmm. bit and not fully bloom yet. And people really didn't know what to do with it, right? Yeah, exactly. It was a very new industry. And back then people just, I don't know, posted a few things on Facebook. It wasn't a thing people looked at. It was very new for me as well. So I would say it was very self-taught at the beginning. I mean, eventually as industry grows, you go on to learn from like big marketing heads, et cetera. But I always say when, when I talk about my big breaks, I feel like I've had lots of different big breaks, which have led me on to the next thing. So first was just breaking the door and getting into the industry. I mean, like you said, it it sounded fun. Like, oh my God, she's interning for a fashion designer and she has like a day backstage at London Fashion Week. But I spent a lot of the time just like on the trains, like carrying like big bags of clothes. And then my internship after that, I was like literally the tea in the bin lady. Like every three hours, I'd be taking things to the recycling bin. But, you know, if someone else like, oh my gosh, she's interning for a fashion designer. And she's only in a sixth form, which is like 16, 17, the age over here in the UK. So um, that was my first big break. And then my next big break, I would say is, honestly, every single job I've had from the years I've been studying from around 16 up until 21 university, every job I had got had been a better job than the past because I'm someone who feels like you don't need to stay at a brand, especially at a young age, just for the sake of saying that you're loyal to that brand. If you feel like you've learned something and you're not growing anymore at that brand, you take what you've learned, you take your achievements and you move on to the next role. And I've always done that from a very young age. So then the big break was when I was at university and I was a community manager for E! Entertainment UK. And for me, that was like, oh my God, that's amazing. So I watch E! Entertainment all the time. To someone on the outside, it might be like, oh, that's a cool job, but that's not a big break. But for me, for the age I was at, that was a massive break. And then when I graduated, only a year after, I was a social media manager at Elle magazine. And for me, for someone at 23, 24 years old to have that massive role, like one of the world's biggest fashion magazines, was another huge break for me. And it's just kind of been ongoing since that. And now I've launched my ebook, and that's another huge break for me because I'm someone who's traditionally worked in nine to five. And I always say I love my nine to five. I don't hate the nine to five. I might wake up tomorrow and say I want to go back to a nine to five for all I know. Um, If it's something I want to do, I will do it. But I've had so many of these breaks, which have eventually led me to my ebook. So from the outside, it might just look like, oh, she has this cool Instagram account. She's helping people and she has this ebook. But I have so many achievements before that, which eventually helped me lead up to the launch of this ebook. Well, that's a dirty secret of the entertainment industry in all shapes and forms. It's actually work. The moment where you are at Fashion Week for that day was predicated by hours upon hours of actual hard work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for you to keep moving and working your way up, helping other people make their own brands more successful to now making your brand is so amazing and so huge. So congratulations on that. 
Thank you, thank you. I do think it's important to help people. I think it's important to remember where you once were and to kind of like help bring the new generation of people up. And you know, Gen Zs are smart. They're very smart people, you know, they know social media. We had to kind of learn as we were going along, but they're born and raised with social media. And then, you know, they have different issues and everyone kind of, every generation tackles their own issues as they're growing up. But I think it's very important to help raise other people. And honestly, it's not about the money for me. I mean, so many people say to me like, oh my God, you could monetize so much more. You could do this, you could do that. And I'm always like, that's not it for me. It's for me, it's being able to have my name out there and to help people and to be known as someone who can help people and to be known as someone who is an expert within this social media marketing space. That for me is way more important. And I feel a lot more content and fulfilled knowing that I can do that. And that's brilliant. And I think it's amazing that you bring it from a place of artistry where you are not just in it for the money. You're also trying to help elevate other people. So while we're hot on the subject, let's talk about the book a little bit, because it's very interesting to me as people say something like, well, it's better than a degree. I would happen to agree with that because when you were breaking into social media, there was no roadmap for it. You know, people like you were out there on the front lines, really forging the way forward to really educate and elevate other people in that business as it was blooming. So tell us a little bit about Slashed It. Yep. So when I was working at one of my last jobs, I had a beauty brand. By that point in my career, I'd made lots of connections in the industry, in the fashion, beauty, entertainment industry, and lots of influencers too, because I would work with so many of them, or so many had just come to know me as like the influencer manager of the brand I was working with. I had been bombarded with questions from so many people like, how do I grow? Is this true about the algorithm? Or, you know, so-and-so brand isn't working with me and I see them working with someone else, et cetera. And it got to a point where I was like, there are so many things people are asking me, which just isn't common knowledge because when people kind of sell these social media courses normally, they're either influencers themselves or they've maybe grown a brand themselves from social media, which is fine, each to their own experience. But I'm someone who's worked kind of behind the scenes and in the industry for such a long time. So I have a very different perspective on how things really do work. And that's the knowledge people are coming to me for. So I posted on my, at the time, my private Instagram account, which hasn't got many followers at all. It's just for like my travel pictures and selfies and whatnot, my friends and family. Um, But I did have a few influencers on there. And just like 10 ways to increase your engagement on Instagram. Very simple post. That went viral. And I want to say viral, it was viral for me because I didn't have a massive following on that account. And that was enough for me to see a demand for just someone to teach people what I knew. Then I made a public Instagram account under my actual name, Unsamalik on Instagram. And I just started sharing information for free. I did that for around a year. And then I decided because I'd grown so much, it didn't really stop the questions from coming in. I made that account to stop so many people asking me questions, but because I was growing, I had more questions coming in on top of that. So I thought there are so many ways I could do this. I didn't want to do another one of those courses, which you've just seen like a lot of these Instagram, Facebook ads, which just like people talking to camera. It's just my personal preference. I find them very cheesy at times. And I feel like the person who would want to read my ebook might find it cheesy as well. So I knew my audience. And I just overnight thought I'm going to write an ebook. I woke up and I put it on my Instagram. You know, when I have an idea, I don't kind of procrastinate on it too much. I'm just like, I'm going to do it. So I put it on my Instagram page and I said, I'm going to write an ebook. Could I have written around five sentences then? 
And then as I was writing the ebook, we're still in my nine to five, but my following was growing more and more and more over time, just from what I was sharing. And I guess people just valued that I wasn't charging for what I was sharing, or I was just coming from a place of being genuine and authentic. Um, so by the time my ebook launched, I had a solid list of people who were just ready to buy it. So it's everything to do on social media, influencer marketing that you can imagine. It's like 380 pages, A4 sized ebook, not lots of pictures, just a huge bunch of text, which I guess is why people <laughs> put it next to a university degree. Um, it takes a lot of work to go through it. And then on top of that, I give people free lifetime updates because such is the nature of social media. It's always changing. And I wanted to have a resource which felt fresh every time someone read it. Well, for people listening at home, where can they get this book? You can go to my website, which is just slashedit.com, or you can go to my Instagram, Unsamalik, where all my reviews and my highlights, you can kind of have a scroll through my feed, see what I'm about, see what people are saying about the ebook, and then just click the link in my bio. Fantastic. So this book is a wealth of information. What would be the one thing that you'd recommend people do first to get started on this journey? Just get your name out there. I think that's the, that's the number one thing to do. Just don't let the idea of embarrassment or fear hold you back. Go on whatever platform you feel most comfortable with. For some, it will be TikTok. For some, it will be LinkedIn. For some, it might even be Pinterest or Twitter. And just start sharing your opinions. Start connecting with like-minded people in your niche and slowly build upon that. You know, people aren't going to be attracted to you until you're sharing value and they see your name attached to that value. So just start. I think that's the number one thing. Most people don't start because they have this idea of fear or embarrassment. And nine times out of 10, I mean, I would even say 10 times out of 10, it's just in your head. Um, go for it. Stop overthinking. Share what you have to say. Network with people in the same space as you. It's very easy to do nowadays on social media because there's so many people in your niche, no matter what your niche is. And go for it. And do you think that will help people stand out a little more amongst their peers because with all the various social media platforms, there's a lot of static. There's a lot of noise and a lot of people doing kind of the same thing. Yep, there is. I always say to cut through the noise, I feel like you do need to find your own added difference and you do need to be able to form your own opinion. So look at what people are saying and see what value you can bring to that. I think that's the main thing which has helped me grow on social media. And I always say, you know, I do put in the work, but for me, it doesn't feel like the hardest thing to do in the world. Just because I'm being myself, I'm genuinely sharing what I know and I'm sharing what I genuinely feel. And people kind of receive and read that energy on the other end. So I do feel like it's a lot of the time you see a lot of the noise on social media, but what it is, is people just replicating other people and thinking it's worked for X, Y, and Z. So it's going to work for me as well. You can take inspiration from other people, but the more you are true to your own self, your own identity, your own brand, the easier it's going to be to build and grow on top. Now with that, when you put a lot of this out there, it does belong to the world for all intents and purposes. Is there a real value to holding anything back for yourself? Yeah, I think there is a fine line between what you feel like, one, you should share to the whole world as free information, and two, what you keep for your paying customers once you get there. 
And then there's also the other side of just being very careful when you do grow a following on what you do say online, like you say, you know, your digital footprint is everywhere. And I think that balance is something you have to find over time. There are certain things which I just don't talk about. If you go to my main Instagram account, uh, Unsamalik, it's just very much about work, social media and growing. I don't talk about my personal life. I don't talk about things happening outside that little world because that's just how I prefer it. There might be other people who are a bit more open to sharing a bit more about, I don't know, behind the scenes with their business and how they speak to their PR manager or maybe an accountant, etc but that's just their way of doing it. But you need to find what you are comfortable with and you set that boundary essentially and the audience will know what to expect from you. No one expects anything from me outside my kind of motivation, inspiration, as people say, and social media. That's all they expect from me because I set that boundary at a very, very early stage. Well, that's a fantastic bit of advice. And with that, as we wrap up the episode, I always like to ask my guests, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of the ebook and the reviews that come in for the ebook. The reviews make me sometimes happier than the fact that I've actually written this ebook just because of people, you know, actually screenshotting their results and sending it to me, telling me I've generally helped them build a brand, telling me I've helped them even just build confidence in getting themselves out there. And for me, that's what makes me happy, seeing other people being able to grow and knowing that I've been able to be a part of that process. Amazing. So what's next for Unsamalik? In all honesty, I don't have a huge life plan for what's next. I mean, I'd love to obviously continue building on my ebook. I'd love to get to more people. I'd love to expand the audience that I reach. But in terms of career plans, I'm someone who works in the now. And I actually think that's what's helped me get ahead because I don't kind of think what I'm going to do in the next three to four months. I tell myself what I'm going to do today and for the rest of the week. I intensely focus on that, get the job done to my max capability and then move on to the next. So who knows, who knows? I might have a second book coming out. I might decide I want to go work for another agency. I might decide I want to kind of work for a brand. But essentially, you will just see me continuing to grow on my main Instagram account, Unsa Malik. Well, it sounds like the sky's the limit. And I'm excited for you and anything that happens next. So Unsa, with that, where can our listeners find you on social media? They can find me just by searching my name, Unsa Malik. I'm on predominantly LinkedIn, Twitter, and of course, Instagram. And one more time, where can they find your book? They can find it on my website, slashedit.com. Or if you just go to all my social feeds, you'll find a link somewhere over there. Well, this was another awesome episode of Expert Minutes. I'm John McGuire. And remember, if your day job's not your dream job, keep hustling. Hey nerds, I'm Sarah, the paper nerd, and if you've ever wondered what goes into that greeting card you just sent or received, well, quite a lot. Get your paper fix on the paper fold where I host an enchanting mix of personalities and players all nerding out on my favorite topic, stationery. From the designs of our snail mail communications to the precious space created when two people correspond, there's a lot to cover. So come grab a seat in the stationery community's only five-star paper salon, The Paper Fold, now part of the Evergreen Podcast Network.